Hey, Oil Country, this is Taylor Hall. Hey, this is Connor McDavid. Double team, got it back. Score! What a beautiful move! And welcome back, Connor! This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I'm Leon Dreisel. This is Jordan Eberle from your Edmonton Oilers. McDavid feeds Eberle for the hat trick. He's got it! This, this is Oil Country. Willard Myers, what time? What a save by Cam Talbot! He got him on the left pad! And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex, where Oil Country shops for printers and office equipment. Service is their business. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Ched. Yes, Oiler fans need a whole lot of love after that performance last night. The Oilers losing to the Ottawa Senators by a score of 4-1. to one. And uh, overall, not a good effort for the Oilers as they uh, finish their homestand 1-4-1. Oh boy. You know, yesterday on the program we uh, heard from Oilers GM Peter Shirelli and uh, he said... The sky isn't falling, but I think for a lot of Oiler fans, that's how uh, they feel today after the effort last night. And I'm not ready to go that far, but the effort was not there. We'll uh, elaborate on that as we move along here. It's uh, Brendan Ulrich in for Bob Stoffer today. Bob getting set to fly with the Oilers out to California as they take on the Anaheim Ducks and the LA Kings back-to-back nights. Uh, the Kings first up. Uh, tomorrow night, and then uh, the Ducks on Friday. They play like they did last night. It could be ugly. Uh, I should mention on today's program, brought to you by Digitex, Canada's largest Canon dealership, where their main goal is to save you time and money and providing true Alberta service. Check them out at digitex.ca. Digitex now has a massive supplies division where you can find paper and supplies for all brands of office equipment. We will hear from Craig Simpson, NHL Hockey on Rogers, our Wednesday regular at 12.35. Bob Stoffer will join me for a hit uh, in about five or six minutes here. Uh, we will also take your phone calls at 1 o'clock. I know a lot of people will be upset with the effort last night, and uh, a lot of people will be upset with uh, Justin Schultz. We'll, we'll get to that as we move along. One uh, thirty-five. we will hear from Jerry Fleming, head coach of uh, the Bakersfield Condors, and one forty-five, Edmonton Oil Kings defenseman Dyson Mayo. So that's ahead on Oilers Now today. Email us, OilersNow, at 630Ched.com, presented by Homes by Avi. We're on Twitter at OilersNow, at Bob underscore Stoffer at Brandon Ulrich. You can text us 630-630 for podcasts. Go to 630ched.com slash podcasts. Uh, we'll hit on last night's game to start here. You can say it was embarrassing. Not a lot of fight back from the Oilers. Soft plays all night long. Uh, no one really playing as a team right now. A lot of passengers. Lack of flow from uh, the Oilers I guess up front and on the back end in terms of their lines from the top to the bottom, there's not a lot of flow. The Oilers don't get a lot of, uh, they don't build off each other right now. You would think one line has a good shift, the next line would come out, and they would build off that. But that's not the case. They seem to have one shift, and then four 
one good shift and then four or five bad shifts follow, which is really discouraging. Uh, Tom McClellan, after the game, had this to say about uh, the effort level of certain individuals. Um, I wouldn't put them all in that category, uh, but there are some that were uh, should be embarrassed when they leave. Well, we're probably talking about two or three guys in particular, one maybe, and uh, he should be. Uh, the potential for it exists greatly in the next 10 days, um, but we'll get through these these next little this next little phase. That's Todd McMillan, and uh, at first he said, you know, two or three, then he sort of singled out one individual. Uh, he wouldn't say who it was, but we can all read into it. We know it was Justin Schultz, and uh, he was later in that uh, scrum asked about Justin Schultz, and here's what he had to say. Pretty disappointing night um, for him as an individual and in effect at the team. Pretty straightforward there. Minus three for Schultz. McClellan was really upset about the third goal because he felt like that took all the life out of the Oilers. And uh, you have a, a pass from Osterley to Justin Schultz at center. On the tape, he bobbles it. Sends go back the other way, two on one. And uh, they go up 3-1. And uh, the Oilers did have a big push near the end of the second. Uh, perhaps they could have carried that over into the third. But when you give up a goal like that, it sort of just takes all the life out of you. And uh, that's what happened last night. Uh, McMillan was uh, pleased, though, with the play of Jordan Osterley, who uh, made his season debut. They were, uh, you know, at least they're aggressive and they're, they're making plays. And, and if they're going to error, it's, it's through um, good intent and, and aggressiveness. And um, no complaints about, uh, about them at all. Actually, that should rub off on maybe one or two others. So, McClellan happy with Osterley and Davidson. Davidson has been consistent. He's been really good all season long for the Oilers. Osterley last night moved the puck well. Um, didn't really get caught a whole lot. Uh, we'll see how he does. Definitely has earned another game, that's for sure. And uh, you look back to the six games he played last season with the Oilers. He did some good things early. Sort of tailed off uh, in the end. And uh, he went down to the AHL and has worked on his game all season long. So we'll see if he can continue to play well here uh, through the final games for the Oilers. But so far, a good start for uh, Jordan Osterley. Now, McClellan, clearly at this point, really worried about the spirit of the team. A lot of factors to consider here. You have players wondering if be, they will be traded, where they're going to go. That's clear. You have uh, the veterans on this team that have been through this before thinking, okay, here we go again. Um, I'm sure Connor McDavid, who has basically won at every level of hockey, comes into this and is thinking, what's going on here? He's never really experienced this. So it's tough from a number of levels right now for this team. And uh, you wonder if uh, the Oilers will be able to get those spirits back up. They need a spark. They need something as uh, they head into Anaheim and L.A. here uh, because it could get bad, really, really bad, if uh, they don't get their spirits back up. And uh, here is what McClellan had to say. He really stressed after the game last night about being worried about the spirit of this team right now. Um, as I mentioned, I'm concerned about our spirit right now. Um, at the beginning of the year, he talked about holding our hands and fighting through crap like this. I'm concerned. And um, 
you know, I, I am. I have a huge concern because the spirit of the team isn't where it needs to be, and and um, you know, just individually as a, as a group, there has to be ten guys in there that have so much pride they pull the rest of the guys along. Um, so um, you know, we'll see what happens over the next uh, seven or six, seven days. Maybe there's some guys waiting for that. I don't know, but um, it's got to get better, or we got to make huge, huge changes. And uh, we would expect those big changes to happen in the off season, but before the deadline, I would say three moves is a possibility, maybe more. We'll see what Shirelli can drum up here. But uh, McClellan clearly, clearly not happy right now with the makeup of this team. And for the others to play his style of hockey, fast, hard, and supportive, they need to bring in more horses that can play that brand of hockey. And right now, they don't have enough guys that can do that. So that's what's disappointing to me. Uh, and changes will be coming. I'm not ready to say the sky is falling, that's for sure, because they still have Connor McDavid. They have a lot of young talent, and uh, they'll have likely a top four pick here, maybe even the first overall pick if uh, they get lucky at the lottery. A lot to work with. Shrelly will will need to make changes. He knows that. Everybody knows that. And we, we hope he makes the right changes. That's his job to do that, and uh, we'll see what happens in the offseason. It's uh, 12-15 in Edmonton. Uh, we will take a timeout. We'll be joined by uh, Bob Stoffer next. I should mention, though, that Stoffer and Spectre are brought to you by Alberta Horse Racing. HRA, this province, was built on the back of a horse. Stoffer and Speck were on yesterday. We'll talk to Speck, I believe, uh, Monday on deadline day next week. So something to look forward to then. Uh, for now, we'll take a timeout. When we come back, Bob Stoffer will join me on Weathers Now. A $1,000 gas card could be yours when you open an account with Blue Wave Energy. As Canada's petroleum distribution leader, Blue Wave Energy specializes in delivering high-quality fuel, propane, and lubricants to businesses of all sizes. Open a commercial account with Blue Wave Energy by March 31st, and you'll be entered into a draw to win one of 15 $1,000 gas cards. Visit blueWaveEnergy.ca slash account. Some conditions apply. Blue Wave Energy, delivering more for you. Gain the technology skills that companies are demanding. Whether you're between jobs, looking to change careers, or update your skills, Nate helps you stay current with the latest computer training courses and certificates. Nate also offers customized training for your business. Build your skills with new part-time certificates from business application development, PC servicing, network and security certificates, and mobile application development for iPhone and Android. Discover all the evening, weekend, and online computer certificates offered at nate.ca slash ctc. This has been the best week of my life. It started off a little rough. I pulled something in my shoulder. But since then, the kids have shoveled the snow, my to-do list is completely non-existent, and I've been able to lie here and watch every single game. I'm in heaven. The only question now is, when do I tell them that I've already seen my chiropractor? Feel better. Move better. Live better. With help from your chiropractor. Visit albertacairo.com. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, it's 12-18 in Edmonton. All working for Bob Stoffer today. Bob uh, getting set to fly with the Oilers out to California. Uh, so, I'm in the big chair on Oilers Now. And uh, Brandon Graziano is helping out today. Brandon, uh, I'm not sure if he knows how to use the board, so if, we, if he makes a mistake... 
it's all good. I'll forgive you. Uh, that's okay. I've already let our, our boss, Sid Smith, know that basically the whole thing is going to burn down today. So it was a very, very awful mistake for letting me behind the board. You know what? It's okay if you mess this show up, but uh, there is a big day going on or, or with uh, Heart Pledge Day, 630 Chet involved. Uh, and uh, that's what you don't want to mess up this afternoon because Jalen and Andrew Gross will be down there again. And uh, just give us a brief update on how this is going and how people can get involved. Well, so basically uh, what you could do right now uh, is you could donate, of course, to the Mazinkowski Heart Institute. You call 780-407-2211. going to give that number one more time, 780-407-2211. Even if it's for $10, $20, we've had donations throughout the morning of up to $1,000, and we're really grateful and appreciated for that. It's uh, the 630 Ched Heart Pledge Day live uh, starting at 2 o'clock the afternoon news show at the Mazinkowski Alberta Heart Institute. Great stuff. Go to 630Ched.com for more information as well. We'll continue to update you on that throughout the program here. Uh, the Oilers coming off a loss to the Ottawa Senators last night, 1-4-1 on their six-game homestand. Uh, the only win coming against Toronto to kick things off. Uh, but last night, I mean, that's when the Oilers would like to win before they, they head to California. And they, they put out an effort like that. Not good enough, and uh, we bring aboard Bob Stoffer. I taped Bob this morning as he's getting set to fly uh, out to California. But uh, here's that conversation with the host of Oilers Now. Well, Bob, uh, you know, Peter Shirelli yesterday said the sky isn't falling, but uh, I think after last night's performance uh, by the Oilers, a lot of fans are worried that it is. Uh, safe to say that the effort level wasn't where it needed to be last night from some of the players on this team? Oh yeah, it, it was a disappointing performance. It's been a disappointing stretch of games, and totally understand the frustration of the fans because they're not the only ones frustrated. You know, this has been uh, incredibly uh, <laughs> disappointing and underwhelming in terms of what this group has been able to achieve of late. Uh, I'd like to say I've got all the answers as to why this has happened. Uh, but I don't because I, I thought that certain guys would be better. And you know, we saw last night, we saw, you know, a couple guys, one guy in particular, I mean, Justin Schultz, it was just, we, don't, we might as well not even beat around the bush here. We all know he had a bad game. Uh, minus three, I looked disengaged at times. Uh, Todd singled him out. And uh, it's it's sad what's happened here with Justin because there was such excitement when the orders. uh uh, got him in free agency in that first year as a pro between the American Hockey League and the NHL, but he simply has not performed up to the level that they've needed him to, and he'd be the first guy to admit that. Well, would you say last night might have been his last game because Tom McClellan was clearly not happy after the game? Uh, I'm not sure what's going to happen with Justin carrying forward. I mean, do I think there's a possibility he could be traded? Absolutely. Uh at this stage, there's a possibility he could also get sat and be a healthy scratch. I mean, uh, if he's still here. Uh, he, he, you know, the proverbial give a crap meter. Uh, and the problem with him is he has, he he appears, I think he cares more than people think. Uh, I'm not sure he's as passionate about the game as some other players are. And, uh, you know, it's funny, right? You got some fans, they don't like how demonstrative Taylor Hall is, but Taylor shows his frustration on the ice and. Taylor won in 
in junior back-to-back years, came from a winning organization. He's now he's been here six years, and he's had how many head coaches over those six years? You know, he's gone from Randy to Kruger to Aikens uh, to Inter McTavish to Nelson to McClellan. That's six head coaches. And, uh, you know, I, I think the fans know Taylor Carrots, but he's not, he's not going well. Like his line, dry sidle has slowed down. Purcell, you know, was playing for a contract and had a good start to the year. Hasn't been the same. But I think the fans know that Taylor cares. Unfortunately for Justin, I think at times he appears, and again, I'll use the word disengaged. And uh, I actually think that he, he did want to be a part of the solution here. And I think that he has cratered because he's come to the realization that he's not going to be. And I think that's a hard thing for players to handle. And at this stage of the game, uh, you know, I, when they move a couple of these guys out, and it's inevitable that Peter Shirelli will, you can't worry about what a player with some, uh, you know, Justin still might be able to turn his career around and get going. I don't think there's any question about that. And I think there's some organizations, Brendan, that might be willing to take that chance. Maybe not this year, you know, but maybe in free agency in the offseason. Maybe even this year, if they need some help in the back end for a third pairing, you know, right shot puck mover with an experienced guy on the left side that can settle, you know, a guy like Justin down. Um, but you can't worry about what the guy, what what the player might do elsewhere. You know, I think that we're at the stage here where it might be addition with by subtraction for a couple different players. Bob, you mentioned some of the players uh, drying up offensively. Uh, <clears throat> I think it's safe to say this team needs a bit of a spark here, something to sort of pick them up because if they don't play or if they play like they did last night against Anaheim LA they'll be in big trouble here uh is it time to maybe switch up the lines would you consider trying uh McDavid with Hall again is that an option here possibly Uh, you got to do something to get something going you know like it's not I mean I I do think that it's funny they uh they play at home they give up the first goal or they're chasing games, and they chased all of them during the last five games yep. at various different times. And they looked unsettled. And right now the team isn't playing with a lot of confidence, and there's several players that are afraid to make a mistake, but they're playing uh, scared. They're, they're, they're playing in fear of making a mistake. Well, I wonder if going to Anaheim uh, or going to L.A. and then Anaheim back-to-back, they might fear embarrassment worse, and that might actually make them play better. That's my hope. I'm not going to guarantee that because there's nothing that we've seen so far this year that would validate that comment other than the fact that, you know, they better be prepared to simplify their game, play a north-south game, uh, be a little risk. uh, You know, certain defensemen need to be a little less risky with the puck, make sure of it. And, and, you know, the forwards have got to support more, but they've got to simplify, simplify and play a hard competitive game. Well, you yeah, might both games. You might be honest something. They're going to get smoked. Well, you might be honest something, Bob, because they did play pretty well uh, on the homestand against Anaheim. I thought that was one of their better efforts for the most part. Yeah, I mean, even against Toronto, I mean, the Leafs took a Edmonton for the first period. Like that was unacceptable, and uh, and the Leafs did that much of a roster. I, I, you know, I think Anaheim right now. The Oilers, my experience over the last say five years, has been Edmonton's played better in Anaheim than they played in Edmonton against Anaheim. Uh, LA, they, they haven't had a chance. They haven't had the puck. So it's going to be a tough, uh, tough matchup. But Brendan, I would change the lines right now. I don't see how you, I mean, you've lost five straight games. You got, you, you know, what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting it to change. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens there at practice. Um, 
Jordan Osterley made his season debut last night. Uh, Todd McClellan, I think, was impressed uh, with his performance. Uh, he moved the puck pretty well, didn't look out of place, but the problem with Osterley was he had a he had a good first game last year as well when he came up. We'll see if he can continue it. Yeah, I think Jordan's uh, NHL, AHL tweener. You know, I think, uh, unfortunately, he doesn't possess the size, uh, you know, and... Uh, with the skill set that he has, now I do think there's more place, more room in the game than ever before for a smaller defenseman to play. If you're really smart, we'll see if he's matured as a player here over the next few games. But I'm with you. He looked pretty good last year, the first game last year, and then he uh, plateaued, and then you know water sought its level, and they eventually have to send him back down. I, you know, if the orders move, let's say Schultz gets moved at some point, you know, it's going to open up an opportunity for somebody. Um, especially with Grybot as well. So there's a distinct possibility this time also they might get more than six games. Well, Bob, we did talk about uh, Justin Schultz. Uh, we expect maybe a move may happen here. Um, over under, as we get to the deadline on Monday, how many moves do you see the others making? Three. Uh, I think they'll make three moves. Uh, Schultz, personal's going to draw some interest. And... Uh, and one other move at some point, but not a blockbuster. That's uh, Oilers now host Bob Stoffer setting the over-under at three. I would say three is uh, likely almost a lock for the Oilers. I think they would like to make more here at the deadline. Uh, we'll see if Charlie can get uh, get anything else done. Schultz, of course, Purcell, the two hot candidates right now. We'll, we'll see if anyone else goes. Um there are buyers out there, a lot of buyers. So as uh, more players get traded, uh, more interest uh, begins to... Our interest on some of the other players, maybe a Korpakoski, a Mark Fain, someone like that. Maybe some more interest in players like that as we get closer to the deadline. We'll see what happens. Uh, should be a very interesting weekend around the hockey world. When we come back here on Oilers Now, we will talk with Craig Simpson from NHL Hockey on Rogers. That will be brought to you by ATB Financial. Minor hockey season is almost over, uh, but there's still time to salute your rink's home ice hero. Watch a video of the latest winner and nominate your own hero at atb.com slash home ice. Off to the 1230 News with Eileen Bell.